Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Ladies, welcome. It is a pleasure, as always, to have you joining us today, wherever you find yourself. Today's episode is unlike any that we have ever done before, and we have a new guest with us to to bring in um to bring in this topic that I'm really excited about. Our guest is Ashley Johnson. Ashley, say hello real quick. Hello, hello. And she's going to take the reins in just a few moments. But um, Ashley is a sister in Christ in the in the Durant community. Um, she she co-labors along multiple churches in uh, really the Texoma area is the best way to describe that. And um, and she has, has even helped us at some entourage gatherings before on the keys and, and vocals. But she is a woman of many talents. And, um, and so you're going to hear uh, her heart a little more today. But today's episode is going to be about laughter and the ministry of laughter. And in thinking about Proverbs 31, uh, which someday maybe I should, should teach more thoroughly on that. But uh, Proverbs 31 is this picture uh, of a woman that is, is virtuous. Um, some would interpret it to be a picture of the bride of Christ. So regardless of where you land in that interpretation, if you're listening, I assume you are a woman. And I assume that you are a born-again believer and you are part of the bride of Christ. So either Either way, it is relevant to us. But there's one particular verse, uh, Proverbs 31, 25, and it says of this woman that she is clothed with strength and dignity, but then it says that she can laugh at the days to come. And in a time and in a season where things are so often just heavy in this, it's really not even a post-COVID era. It's still a COVID era as we're recording um this is, we're recording in the month of July. I'm not sure when this is going to release, but that's still a, a present battle in in continents around the world, um, and in dealing with the aftermath of of its early introduction as a virus. Not only that, overcoming um, the division of of political elections and and what that has has done. Um, but there there are just many heavy things in this time. And I feel like a tool and a gift from God that we often underutilize is laughter. And so I have asked Ashley, I have tasked her a little bit with taking us deeper into how laughter is medicine. And that's biblical. She'll talk about that that verse from Proverbs 17, how laughter is ministry. And I, I pray that today you get to laugh in a way that makes you cry. If not on this episode, that just at some point in your day, I generally tend to think I'm I'm a light, I'm a I'm a laid back person, but I I'm a a pretty somber thinker. I'm always kind of thinking about um, deep things and, and meaningful things, and and sometimes I think I neglect to put myself in situations where where I belly laugh on purpose or where I laugh in such a way that brings tears. And I don't know about you uh, as the listener, but 
there's nothing like that when you've laughed so hard that you've cried or that your voice has gone away as you're erupting in laughter. It just does something in the chemistry of who God made us to be. And so as we look at all of these qualities in a, in a futuristic time, but, but just generally of what it means to be virtuous, I don't think that we can look at that conclusively without acknowledging that this is a laughing woman. And, um, and so, um, yeah, I hope that we laugh together today. So father, I just, I pray for unleashed laughter from heaven upon these women. I pray that you, that you give them a confidence even to laugh at themselves at times where things go wrong and where we may want to put our hand to the plow of worry or um, shame or disgrace. And I just pray that you give us a yoke of laughter instead. I pray that, Father, we just get that anointing from you to laugh at the days to come. And I pray that you just gift and bless Ashley uh, with your heart in this matter. You chose to speak about laughter in your word. So we are your audience today. Ashley is your vessel. And uh, Lord, bring in the laughter. In Jesus' name, amen. Miss Ashley, I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. So uh, I want to start today with the verse in Proverbs 17.22. Uh, This is the ESV that says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And so in that, let's just talk about for a second, you know, why laugh? Like, why why do we even laugh? Like Paige had already mentioned, there's so many things that, you know, seem so tough and so dark, especially in our world and what we're facing right now. And so it's almost like you have to be a little bit more purposeful in these things. And so... um, in Ecclesiastes 3.4, we'll come back to the verse there in a minute, but in Ecclesiastes 3.4, it says, there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And so while we may be more familiar with some of the other parts of it, with weeping and mourning, that today our focus is it's a time to laugh. And so we're bringing that forth. And for some, maybe it's, they think it's just I'm going to laugh to keep from crying in their situation. For others, maybe it's seeing the humor in things that just comes naturally. Uh, For some, maybe it's creating humor in things seems to come naturally. But uh, in its purest and most basic form, laughing is biblical and spreads joy, as we're looking at in these verses today. Um, So I want to make sure that we understand, like, because there's different kinds of laughter. So, you know, laughter, what are we talking about here? Because that could be uh, perceived in different ways. So the harm, the, the laughter we're talking about here is laughter that is not harmful laughter. It's that it degrades, not that, uh, that it does not degrade or tear down, but that it lifts the spirit up. And that the kind of laughter we're, at, we're going after is that it's meant to cheer up the soul while also acting as medicine, as the Proverbs verse says. Um, that laughter is something we want to do that includes those around us to feel and experience the true joy of the Lord. In some cases, some people may not feel like they they don't they don't know how to laugh or they don't know how to release that part of them or um, just anything that hinders them and they need others to show them away, even in something you think is most basic or simple as laughter. It may not be to, to everyone. So... Let's dig back into the verse from Proverbs, Proverbs 17, 22, where it's talking about laughter being medicine for the soul. 
And so laughter is a tool. It's something we can use in different situations. And I mean, um, my own situations of things that tool, it can be a tool to just, uh, you know, break some, break some tension in the air or break some uh, silence that is just, it just needs a moment of laughter. Just, it needs a release to, to, to brighten things up or to lighten things up, however you want to view that. So it can definitely be a helpful tool. And just like the verse says, it's also medicine. It's like a balm that covers the soul wounds. Um, and I think this is one point that I want to dig into today is that plenty of things, we all have plenty of things that we all experience that could be considered ways that can dry up our bones. Just as the verse was talking about, it says a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So if we sort of take that apart a little bit, um, we, we all have those things that would be considering dry up our bones moments. But that's what the medicine is for. It's, it's just as natural medicine would be administered. If you had uh, some kind of injury or ailment and you had the medicine to treat that, then you would utilize that medicine so that your injury or ailment would heal and get better and you could go on. And so while laughter is not uh, something you just have to use, it's something always available to you, then... Um, that's that's what that's what we're looking at. So just natural medicine would be administered, so would your soul's medicine with the word. And laughter has the ability to wash away the heavy things on our heart and our mind. And um, we certainly have many opportunities for those for those to show themselves forth right now. So if you think about laughter in given specific situations, funny examples, life stories, you know, things you listen to, TV shows, whatever it might be. For me, I would say that there is something, well, I'll say there's shows that are not even from my own time period that it's like you can't look away from it. You just keep watching. And some of these people I consider, I know there's many names and many choices out there, but for me today, I consider um, Lucille Ball from I Love Lucy, something that's not even, like I said, from my time period, that she is just a genius when it comes to physical comedy and to just really drawing the people in. And that kind of belly laugh that um, Paige had mentioned earlier on, that you can really just sink into that laughter and have a whole different experience. Um, and then, of course, there's shows that... Like if you see Jimmy Fallon, he's a talk show host. He's got his his own show there. And he does all kinds of things that engage the people with, um, you know, even just small movements and things with his uh, thank you notes and his classroom instrument uh, set things that he does. All these different parts of things that uh, that bring bring laughter alive. It really brings the, the heart pumping into the, the laughter vessel. And I know that there's controversial things and political things that even things like Saturday Night Live, which Jimmy Fallon used to be a part of, that that would be considered um, some laughter in that too. But, I mean, we wouldn't want to pull everything from that. But there's, there's, there's um, some characters in there that can sure definitely bring you to laughter too. And so 
um, whatever it might be for you. This is just what I'm looking at for me. I mean, I will be rolling in laughter at some of Lucille Ball's physical comedy moments. And um, it's just that release of when you get to that place and even no matter what is going on around you or, uh, you know, the heaviness around you, that when you get to those moments, whether it's TV show people, whether it's people you know personally or, um, you know, friends, whoever it may be to you, that they can just bring you to that place where it just releases everything else away. Like I said earlier, it kind of has that ability to just to, just to wash away things and um, to bring you to a different place. So let's look at just a few more things in our verses here that can tie in with this. As I was saying, you can find the joy and the laughter in tough situations. So Philippians 4.4 even says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And that's something that I'm walking through and learning that that you really have to take those words and hold on to them tight and rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Does that mean that we always feel good or feel like laughing? Or does that mean, you know, that, that that's going to be our go-to is our laughter? No, maybe not. Probably not for so many things that could stare us in the face today. And so you almost have to just be more purposeful in that. Rejoice in the Lord always. And and I am just taking that with a side of thankfulness. And so I am laughing and I am going the route of, of thankfulness in, in the midst of it and still walking the, the road that the Lord has for me in that. And so bringing laughter to others and joy to others and utilizing that gift. So let's talk about that for a minute here. Um Maybe it's not you that you feel like that is the person that is, you know, gifted in that, that you're you're watching or joining in. And that's totally fine. Everybody's got their, their own place and the way they operate. But um, maybe you just don't know yet. Maybe it's hidden in there. So maybe we could look for that or bring that out today. And then... Uh, the the voice the verse says you know rejoice in the Lord always and then um, Psalm one eighteen twenty four even says this is the day the Lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it and so we're taking this all to heart here but I mean I have learned even as laughter that it's so much better even in my personal life that if you learn to laugh at your own self it's become so just so much easier, so much better. And, and it just kind of breaks things off of you. And so there's times that, that I will literally just, uh, take a moment that happens, an unexpected moment that happens that brings about laughter sometimes for me, sometimes for me and others. And you just kind of have to roll with it. I mean, if it, again, we're talking about this laughter that is not harmful or degrading laughter that is meant to tear down or, or um, you know, to bring this crushed spirit as it talks about, but it's meant to bring lightheartedness and fun and joy and show the joy of the Lord. And so in that, um, I mean, I can think about a time, one time where I was just having a perfectly good day, just walking like anybody else would walk. And you walk through a doorway and and just 
could have sworn that that doorway just moved a few inches and just caught the edge of my shoulder. And man, it just made the thud sound and hitting that. And I went around the corner to people there and I was like, man, who moved that door jam? <laughs> you know, just moments that you don't expect. And then we just kind of crack up. But um, it's just, you can't let those moments get to you and you can't let those moments, you know, offset you for the day. We always, while it's not always easy, and I know it's, we have to choose what route we go. We do have a choice of how we respond in those things. So, um, just, just bringing laughter and joy to others, however it looks for you or whether you're joining in or whether you're using your gift and creating that avenue. Let's, um, just take, Take those things, take the ideas that I've given you today, whether it's just relating it to the verse or saying, hey, I need a new perspective today. If maybe that's all that you need to start on this journey of just breaking down those walls and being able to be more free in yourself and free in Christ is to just say, okay, I had a moment the other day. And yeah, it might have been a door jam moment, but I laughed at myself. I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad that it happened. Um, I didn't feel anything negative because of that. So maybe that's you today. So um, laughter can take various forms. And it also comes back to being biblically related. And so that's the focus of what we wanted to do today. So in preparation or response for today's information um, about laughter as ministry and medicine, um, Ashley and I are just going to talk through some funny things and in hope that you benefit from um, maybe our friends or our own experiences. So Ashley, I'm going to lead with a story or two that are things that just constantly make me laugh. And if you will just think about something that you come back to in your life that brings, um, constant laughter, I'd love to sh- you to share that story. Um, uh, also I just want to challenge you if you're, if you, um, are thinking, man, what is something that evokes laughter? There there's nothing like a good, I, I know this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but there's nothing like a board game or a game with, with people that really brings that about. I played a game recently called Quiplash, and I absolutely loved it. We played it on family vacation. We played it every night, and the adults had so much fun laughing that the kids all wanted to stop with their toys and come play our game, which actually kind of destroyed our game. But it was fun getting to see them them do that as well. But that was a great tool uh, for engaging in in laughter. And, and so my mom, her name is Debbie. She's been on here before. She'll be on here again soon, I think, to talk about friendship with the Lord. But she is the funniest person in the entire world not on purpose, uh, but just by default. And, and so, um, there's a couple of stories that come to my mom. So we're come to mind about my mom. We're not making fun of her in this context. She totally is okay that I'm telling these stories. Um, but they're just hilarious. And, um, one of them is that, uh, we had these friends, Ashley, my, my parents, when they were, were married to each other, they served in ministry together. And we had these friends and their last name was Holiday. And my dad called my mom one day, this has been years ago, and he said, Debbie, that's my mom, did you hear that the holidays are moving? And she said, no way. And he said, yes, I just found out that the holidays are moving. And she said, well, 
that's okay because I've always hated how close Christmas and Thanksgiving were to each other. And he's like, Debbie, no, our friends with the last name holiday are moving like not the holidays that we celebrate. And so I get tickled every time I think about that. And, and my mom also has this notorious reputation for losing boats. But you heard me right. B-O-A-T-S, losing boats. It has happened multiple times. My mom loves the lake life. And um, in we she has a pontoon boat. And... Um, and like any boat, um, if, if you've got it in the water and you don't want it to go somewhere, it needs to be anchored to the shore. And uh, my daughter, my four-year-old daughter at the time, told me her version of the, the story. Um, she woke up one morning at the lake, went down with her BB, that's my mom, to the lake, and my mom's boat was gone. And she, and she said that the BB said, hmm. Actually, she, she threw my brother under the bus. She said, your Uncle Dayton must not have anchored my boat very well. So my mom had to call the lake patrol to let them know that her boat had floated away somewhere and she didn't know where it was. And they ultimately did find it up in an arm of the lake somewhere. Um, and it just, this never gets old when I think about it, but I can guarantee you that my mom like, just like the Proverbs 31 woman that laughed at the time to come, I bet she did not sweat a drip of sweat about that. She probably laughed, if I was to guess, and now we all laugh because of it. And the last one about her, since she's not here to defend herself, she had a jet ski, similar story. She put the jet ski on the trailer on back of the truck, was driving to town one day to like, I don't know, get it serviced or something, stops by to see my stepdad. And he says, what are you doing? She said, I'm getting the jet ski serviced. And he said, well, where's the jet ski? And she said, it's on the back of the truck on the trailer. And he said, you've got a trailer, but there's no jet ski on it. And so it occurred to my mom that it must have fallen off while she was driving down the road um, several miles. And so she reroutes and finds her jet ski on the middle of the road in the sheriff's department setting, waiting for someone to come and claim their jet ski. So again, she is like this model of a woman that can laugh. I guarantee you she didn't sweat for a minute. She's like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And we all get to benefit in laughter um, from, from her really modeling those things for us, though I, I don't recommend losing your boat or your jet ski. Um, but they're moments that we laugh at because sometimes I think even laughing is a way of putting your trust in the Lord or choosing to intentionally surrender any level of control that you have in a situation and just saying, all right, I can pray. I can laugh. I can rejoice in this circumstance and I can trust God to bring the best from it. So we still have the jet ski. We still have the boat. And wherever the holidays are, I hope that they're moving. We do still celebrate Christmas at the same time. So all is well. But Ashley, is, as I'm sharing those, is there anything that comes to mind about just something in your life that's happened that just brings you a, a continual laughter when you reflect back on it? Um, yeah, actually, I was just thinking of a time that we had a uh, family game night and there were several of us playing. It was my immediate family and extended family too. And I honestly can't remember the name of the game, but all of us had several cards that, you know, uh, that said things for different purposes. And um, my aunt had one of the cards and she'd gotten tired. I mean, the game was going on for a little while. So she had kind of almost bowed out a little bit, but um as she was playing, we got to the card, like the the card to win the game. 
was that it had to be like this certain shoe size and anybody that had that shoe size won the game. And so she kind of perked up and just checked our cards and my gosh, if she did not have the card that had the exact shoe size, they're like, you've been, you've been halfway out, halfway asleep this whole game and you win the game by shoe size. And so we had a good time laughing about that, that, um, you know, here we are playing this whole game and you're halfway there and you win by shoe size. But uh, just moments like that. And then um, I also thought about the time that I was camping and I most of the time I'm in a travel trailer with someone with family or whatnot. But this particular time I was in a tent with some cousins from friends of mine. And, well, I could think it was just cousins for that one. But we were... Um, had a tent, stayed out, got it all staked out, ready to go. I mean, secured into the ground. And then we kind of had a rolling joke that, man, every time we put a tent up, it rains. And so we we did, and we uh, had a storm come up, sure enough. And so we ended up having to get out of the tent and go down to my grandma's travel trailer and get in her trailer and uh, just find a place to stay. Just, I mean, we fall asleep sitting up on the couch just to get out of the storm. And then we went and, uh, the next morning our tent was completely not there. And so we had to go find it down at a neighbor's camp down the street. And crazily enough, it was, it was still intact. It was still like the same shape as the tent. And so there were uh, four of us that had to go pick it up. And we just decided to pick it up on each corner and carry it. And as we came back, I mean, my grandma, I heard her from all the way down the road. She was laughing so hard because with the four of us carrying this tent, basically at shoulder height, just to, you know, this way we were carrying it. Then she said, I've never seen anything like this coming down the road. And she just, in her mind, she was in that belly laugh place of seeing this giant turtle coming down the road. Because our tent, carrying above with all four of us walking down it. And she was just like, she could not get it out of her mind. That it was like seeing this turtle. I've never seen her laugh so hard in my life. And I've seen her laugh about a lot of things. But she, um, I mean, we were everything was okay. We were all okay, but we had to go find that. And yeah, to her, that was just one walking giant tent turtle of people coming down the road. So there's, there's things like that, that I think of that you never even intentionally, like l us losing our tent in a storm and then having to go find it and carry it back. Like you would never necessarily think that that was going to create someone else's belly laugh. Well, I, th I think, um, that just speaks to the, the necessity of community too. There's a lot of good reasons to be in community, but often it is those moments when you're com in community with people, whether it's a life experience like that or whether you're playing a game like what you what you're talking about, and and the most ordinary moment becomes the most extraordinary. I usually say after I've laughed hard, like in a setting like that, oh, I just added a year on to my life because you just there's a renewal that comes with it and. And, um, and I just, as we close this out, I want to encourage you, if you have not made laughing a priority in your life, and I know that sounds kind of weird to even say that, so um, I'm planting that seed of thought of making laughing a priority in this season of your life, um, find a way to laugh, find a person to laugh with, with, put yourself in a situation to experience laughter. Um, I, I really want you to pursue that, but I will close with, um, 
just sharing about the narrative of Sarah in the book of Genesis. Sarah, formerly Sarai, is Abraham's wife. She becomes the mother of the nations, the nation of Israel, and then, of course, all of the Gentile nations, Gentile nations that were then adopted in through the covenant with Christ. So she's kind of a key figure in Scripture. Um, if you're not familiar with her story, she was a really old lady that hadn't been able to have kids, and God chose her to, to bring life into the world, though it would ultimately be the line and the lineage Jesus, our Savior, would come out of. But when Jesus is in this process of sharing his grand plans for her life, she is known for being kind of in a tent outside of his presence and laughing in cynicism at what he says, laughing in the sense that like, yeah, right. Okay. You're going to make me a mom and I'm old and I'm barren and I'm dried up, blah, blah, blah. And the Lord actually confronts and asks, why is she, why is she laughing? Cause he sees and he knows, he sees and he knows our hearts. And so she has this cynical laugh that has to be addressed, um, really as an area of her own unbelief that, that the Lord brings, um, a water too that that transforms that into a faith, into a belief, into the fulfillment of a promise. And she ultimately has this child that the Lord has promised her in, in an, what seems an impossible situation. She names him Isaac. And the name Isaac means the Lord has brought me much laughter. And so there's a lot of ways to look at that story um, and that back and forth between the Lord, a woman, an impossible situation. But I think that God is so caring, he even chose to redeem her laughter. He chose to redeem cynical and unbelieving laughter from a place of bitterness and a tent to it becoming the namesake of, of the ultimate promise of God for her life that has shaped all of our lives in that Jesus came out of the fruit from this particular child and her naming that child, God has in fact brought me laughter. So as we close, ladies, I just want to say make laughter a priority. If you have only been laughing in a cynical way because life is so rough, let God redeem your laughter. And um, and, and we hope that we'll get the opportunity to laugh with you soon. Be blessed. You are loved. Go in peace today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 